Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and occasionally politics. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with the voice of the Lake Forest High School basketball, football, lacrosse, badminton, scouts, Scoo Walker. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you. Shark Guy Beach Fishing is the premier South Florida beach fishing experience out of Longbow Key, Florida. Their world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for your next charter. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Reverend Luke from the Church of the... Holy Spirit. Matt A. Elizabeth C. Costa Lance, Otto RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, and Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha. And as always, the Greentown Tavern in Waukegan. How you doing, Scoop? Good morning, Pete. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Sort of an interesting week uh, because we had the uh, city council meeting on monday thank you for giving me the heads up on it and i perused it last night i took a few notes down and uh Uh well i I guess i can sometimes not a good thing when you say taking some notes well it's everything's easy to do in the rearview mirror you know you know what's your you know but i saw a couple interesting things and i i'm sure you have some memories of the the meeting but uh jennifer uh karis uh that was her official step down meeting uh there was a i guess uh about a 30 minute uh procession to commemorate her two years of service how long do aldermen usually last I want to say it's six, two, two or three-year, two-year terms. I think it's three, two-year terms. It's but three, two-year terms. So it's like three up every two years. I think it is. But she only did two years. She only did two years. So I guess I'm thanking her for her two years, and then I'm being passive aggressive and pointing out that it's only two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess. That's your passive aggr- aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah, no, she served two years, and you know, it was a nice speech she gave. It was uh, nice comments by her peers, and, you know, she did, you know, that's a hard role to take, to do, and do it well. And, um, you know, it was just, you know, she decided that that didn't want to pursue it, wanted to spend more time with family and all this good stuff and that's that's fine and you know well it's that's wishes to her and you know i know she's been put on the hot seat by us um and some other folks but um yeah i mean well if you're gonna thank her enough for serving that's a tough task to do and uh and she's done a couple good things with the city with the love and lake forest love and the and the pop-up shops yep yep yeah, I mean, onward and, and upward. Next well, up. 
we we thank I guess we thank for thank her for that stuff, but you know, hopefully this lawsuit gets settled so we don't have to pay out the million dollars or whatever it is. So mm. still well, don't know so, the status of that one yet. That's still so whatever. Inside. That's you know, that's a big matzo ball floating out there. Melanie Rummel did offer to carry uh Jennifer Karras' bags anytime. Thank you for your camaraderie and your friendship. You've been a fresh of, a breath of fresh air on this council. And uh, by the way, I would be honored to carry your suitcase mm -hmm. anywhere. I, am, I wonder what that was in reference to. I don't know, but that was, that was a big, uh, no, no pun intended, love in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and well, then she no. got a... She got a street named after her or a boulevard, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, official thing. That's that's just some of the pageantry that's done for outgoing okay. aldermen and all that. The, you know, the gifts, the proclamation. No, I didn't see, actually didn't see the proclamation. I don't know. I missed the end towards the end of it. But okay. uh, and the next thing I would like to do is uh, turn it over to City Manager Wisha for uh, presentation of fabulous gifts and prizes <laughs> to our departing alderman, Jennifer Karras, from the First Ward. Well, thank you so much, Mayor. And I will say that while these changing of the guard meetings are always a little bittersweet, it is very nice to be able to do this in person again. Um, uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty unceremonious for former aldermen to have to say their farewells via Zoom. Uh, so, so nice to all be back uh, in the room to be able to do this. And um, I won't steal uh, the mayor and council's thunder in recognizing all of Alderman Karras's uh, contributions and accomplishments here in the city. But um, before I hand these out, I do just want to say on behalf of all city staff, thank you uh, for all that you did uh, for us. I think your willingness to uh, to challenge assumptions, to push us to think differently and creatively about how we were doing certain things uh, has um, no doubt led to some significant contributions in how we operate uh, as a staff and uh, has made us all the better for it. And so, uh, again, on behalf of, of the entire city staff, we thank you very much uh, for your support and your contributions. And um, with that, I'm, I'm very happy to uh, commence the time-honored tradition here of uh, providing uh, gifts and prizes to our outgoing aldermen. I, I have a few, so bear with me. Uh, I'll be making the rounds, but first, um, a gorgeous <laughs> What's the difference between a gift and a fabulous a prize? Well, that's for you to determine. So here, I'm just going to keep them coming. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, nice. thank so we have... and one more on the way and fitting and keeping with all of these supply chain issues that the city's dealing with. We have a gift that is, was supposed to have been here a week ago and is not yet here, but um, pleased to be able to uh, provide you with a uh, tree certificate that uh, affords you the ability to plant a tree in your honor anywhere uh, in the community. You can work with Corey Wirma, but if you have a tree and a location in mind, uh, this is a tree that will be planted in your honor. The beach. That's a fabulous gift. Mm -hmm. On behalf of uh, our public works department. <laughs> now for department. the prizes. That's right. <laughs> On behalf of our public works department, uh, and certainly in recognition of your contributions to the public works committee, 
I will just hand you this and you can open it yourself. Now? This one you can open now, the okay. others you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well wrapped. We've been working oh, at this. I know it is. So I, does it get to go somewhere? Do I have to Wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Ours from Mike Haynes in our garage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, actually wanted to, to, Jennifer, do you have anything you'd like to say before we all say nice things about you? Well, whatever order you'd like. I do have some remarks, but whatever order you'd like. Well, I'd just like to say uh, in a relatively brief tenure, you have made more of an impact on this community than, than most of us uh, ever will. So uh, we now have some institutions to thank, to thank you for. Uh, you know, the pop-up shop being probably the most obvious, but the Lake Forest Love blog, uh, you know, a lot of the good thinking that went into uh, to various marketing initi initiatives, the, the marketing committee, uh, and then also, you know, the service that you gave on the uh, building, on the uh, public works committee uh, was, was quite valuable. But uh, we, we will always remember you every time we see the pop-up shop and the fact that all these different not-for-profit organizations were brought together and are now working together synergistically, which never happened before, uh, you know, just a, just a great idea and a great execution. So uh, thank you very much, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it to the rest of the council to, uh, to follow maybe I, on. Maybe I can start being in Ward 1. Right. There you go. Your, car, your colleague. Mm -hmm. So, Jennifer, I want to thank you sincerely really, for serving with me as a Ward 1 alderman. Um, you know, during the past two years, as I've watched you learn how to be an alderman and execute, you've been such a responsive alderman for our ward. And I just think about the quick responses you've had to the ward residents. When they're coming up with questions, you're quick to respond. When they have uh, concerns, you're very patient and listen to everybody uh, and what their concerns are. And if they have complaints, you really go to work to try and help them um, solve that problem that they're bringing up. Um, so as George said, you've been such a passionate advocate for the city. Um, there's obviously Lake Forest Love, the pop-up shops, the marketing emphasis that you're always driving to uh, bring more recognition to the city. It's really remarkable. And, and of course, you're always there at all those events photographing everything that's going on. So it's been tremendous. So. I just look at your commitment to your job as an alderman, the committees that we have to serve on. It's all been very impressive. So I just want to thank you very much for serving our community and being our Ward 1 alderman. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Ward 2 will just go in numerical order. Um, first of all, it's my sincere wish that I was not bidding you farewell from this council. In my opinion, you've been one of the most consequence, consequential individuals to sit on this dais. 
You applied your considerable professional expertise to upgrading the city's marketing program to a point where it's really unrecognizable from the past. You've been the inspiration behind the city's seasonal pop-up stores at both the east and the west train stations. Those pop-up stores have now become a part of the city's holiday celebrations. They brought such joy to our town, even in the midst of the pandemic. The docket has a brand new look. Thanks to your input, the city's weekly newsletter also took on a new look thanks to you. But my favorite and perhaps the most emblematic of Alderman Karras is her founding of the Lake Forest Love newsletters. The title alone suggests the sentiments of the newsletter's founder. Jennifer truly loves Lake Forest, its people, its schools, its not-for-profit organizations, its history, its, and everything about it, including its architecture and its open spaces. This love comes through in everything she does, in every initiative, decision, and vote that she took on this council. Jennifer voted with her conscience and with her heart. What more can be asked of an alderman? Jennifer, you also set an example for civil discourse and debate at council meetings. Every comment or exchange with staff or fellow council members or with the public was only in the most respectful and appropriate terms. But while being polite and respectful, you are nobody's easy mark. You have an independent, thorough, attentive, and studied approach to everything that you do for the city. Our community owes you a debt of gratitude beyond what it realizes. I know you will remain engaged with this community you love, spreading our good news in only the most positive ways. I'm excited to know what your next venture will be because I know that whatever enterprise has the benefit of your considerable intellect, skills, and energy will succeed beyond anyone's expectations. And I suspect it will have an element of public service to it because that's just who you are. You will be deeply missed. Thank you for your service to our community. Thank you for your camaraderie and your friendship. You've been a, fresh of, a breath of fresh air on this council. And uh, by the way, I would be honored to carry your suitcase mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, Jennifer, thank you for your service and all the contributions that were just stated on the marketing front. I think personally, it was really fun to be with you on the, on the Public Works Committee. We had a lot of field trips to the water plant and um, you know, you asked a lot of great questions, and it was it was um, very very fun. Uh, I think we were really efficient and productive, and um, it wasn't just the marketing stuff that you brought. I, I really think you, you you just shaped our conversations on the public works committee, and I always ask great questions. And uh, it was a it was a real pleasure to serve with you on that committee and on the council, and uh, just best of luck moving forward. So thank you for your service. Thank yeah, you. appreciate it. Um, some of you may remember when um, Alderman Moreno and uh, Beidler turned off, I wanted to keep my comments very brief. And I'd like to still try and hold with that tradition. I'm always a little leery following Alderman Preshlack. He's somewhat silver-tongued and I'm, <laughs> you know, he's like following a kid uh, or a dog act. I mean, it's just never a good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> what an analogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jennifer, in, in all sincerity, um, 
although we do this happily and willingly, uh, it does come with uh, a certain amount of sacrifice, and I think that's something that at least all of us up here can acknowledge and everybody who has been on council and certainly the mayors. Um, it comes at great expense, a lot of time, effort. Um, it's an indication of your commitment to the community, um, what you believe in. Um, and although some of us up here have disagreed on some matters, I think we can all agree that your heart has always been in the right place. Um, and with that, we owe you a deep debt of gratitude for uh, giving what you have given, uh, which is which is quite a bit. Um, your presence uh, has been uplifting, and we will miss you. Um, but I just want to say thank you for everything that you have done and recognizing uh, the commitment that you've made to the city of Lake Forest. So thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, uh, Alderman Karras. Uh, I think it's just uh, been a little more than two years ago I didn't know you from Adam, nor from Eve. <laughs> uh, we did meet uh, to have a uh, friendly exchange of uh, introductions uh, to get to know one another better. Uh, we talked about our, our backgrounds, and it was clear we didn't have much in common. We were quite <laughs> different. Uh, we talked about our interests, and again, uh, not much uh, overlap. Uh, a little bit of a generational difference, too. Uh, we finally talked about our strengths, and then I knew I was in trouble because uh, we recognized your strengths were in communication, marketing, social media, and creativity. For someone who loves to read law books and ordinances, that was totally different. Despite these differences, I did get to know you over the two years, and I acknowledge and acquiesce to the comments that have been made as to what you've done, what you've brought to the council, how you've been so dedicated, how you've been so uh, hardworking and uh, trying to improve the things we do here in Lake Forest for the betterment of our citizens. And by the way, you're a fantastic photographer uh, because I do remember last October uh, at the Lake Forest Open Lands uh, Bag, uh, bagpipes and bonfires. Uh, with my family, I, I still cherish the picture you took, but more importantly, I cherish the spirit, the friendship, the ambiance, and the, everything you exuberated as a photographer uh, at that time, and it just is indica indicates the type of person you are and who I've uh, come to know. Uh, let me come back and focus in on one matter of importance, and that's your efforts to enhance the communication to and from our citizens. Something that is essential uh, for good government. And it's not me talking. Let me take you back to 1789. A gentleman by the name of Thomas Jefferson. Were you there? I was there. Uh, <laughs> But Thomas, my friend, <laughs> said, whenever the people are well informed, they can be trusted with their own government. So thank you for helping our citizens to be well informed. It is part of an essential part of good government. After two years, I can say I think I do know you know, I do know you now, I know what you've contributed to the city, 
and your and I know we all thank you so much for what you've done. You've excelled in not just in improving the communication and marketing, but in fulfilling the mission that we have as aldermen. And that mission is to promote a community spirit of trust, community spirit of respect, and citizen involvement. You've installed the trust, you've garnered respect, and you've enhanced our citizen involvement. So thank you for doing a good job. And now that I know you, hopefully I can call you a good friend, Jennifer. I certainly can, Ray. Thank you so much. Last but not least, <laughs> um, Jennifer, I, I knew that my fellow aldermen would have all these great things to say, so I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> Your strengths of brand identity, marketing, and promotion of our wonderful community have greatly impacted the growth and love, L-O-V-E, of our city. You sincerely care for your neighbors and community at large. I respect you wholeheartedly and thank you for your contributions to this council, your neighbors, and the city as a whole. You are an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, mm -hmm. thank you so much. I'm going to get the last word in. I'm going to pull rank here. <laughs> <laughs> this marketing discussion that we've been having and that we've been working on, Jennifer's been leading for the last two years, had a purpose. And the purpose was to re-energize the real estate market in Lake Forest. And I think Jennifer should take full credit <laughs> for the for the 1,200 new families that have moved to town in the last two years, COVID or no COVID. And on top of that, this, the crowning achievement is she decided along the way in the middle of all this to send her daughter to the most fabulous college, uh, Kenyon College in Gambier, Ohio. Uh, so I can't say go lords or go ladies anymore because they are now owls. But uh, uh, anyway, just, just wanted to pass that on, but really, um, the purpose of all the marketing activity was to help the real estate market in this town, and I think it's really helped. I think it's really made a difference, so thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. May I? Thank you so much, all of you, for those wonderful comments. I'm really, really appreciative. Serving my community as a member of City Council has been a wonderful privilege and an experience for which I will always be grateful. I have the Lake Forest Caucus to thank for asking me to run for office and my constituents, the residents of the First Ward, for electing me. It has been a true pleasure to serve and to represent you. Among the greatest benefits of being in this position is the chance to interact with some of the best professionals working in local government. Competency, leadership, integrity, and dedication I've observed across this organization is nothing short of impressive. I've had a front row view into the inner workings of city government and its operation, and have watched all of you rise to every type of occasion with excellence. Thank you for the important role you play every day in making Lake Forest one of the best towns to live in America. Not long after I began my term as alderman, I was inundated with emails and calls concerning a planned rally taking place in Market Square. An event of this sort had never occurred in our town, and many grew worried it wouldn't end well. I distinctly remember a conversation, or two, or three, I had with Chief Waldorf, who very calmly explained the plan in place and that he had the utmost confidence in its execution. He was right. 
In fact, that day, the speakers, the hundreds of residents who attended, and the manner in which LFPD anticipated, planned, and oversaw the gathering that took place should be recognized as one of Lake Forest's finest moments. Lake Forest is a very special place, and we, its community, are what make it most special. Before succeeding Prue Bidler as alderman, I served on the board, then as chairman of CROYA. I've continued to stay connected to CROYA as its liaison to city council. There's no other youth organization like it anywhere. Todd Nahigian, CROYA's leader of 25 years, has come before this board to highlight its recent work and accomplishments. And last month, we heard from two class of 22 graduates who credit CROYA for saving them from the overwhelming pressures and ensuing anxiety of life as a teen today. CROYA's vital role in supporting Lake Forest and Lake Bluff youth for more than 40 years cannot be overemphasized. Thank you, Todd, Rick, Catherine, Leslie, and Susan for your tremendous commitment and passion. I've loved getting to know you and the committee representing our young adults. <clears throat> Reflecting an authentic picture of our community and fostering citizen engagement was a core focus of the marketing committee I led. Thank you again, Mr. Mayor, for asking me to assume that role and continue the work Prue started to reinvigorate Lake Forest's reputation as one of the area's most desirable places. Of course, when we entered the age of COVID, everyone wanted to be here and we couldn't blame them. The committee prioritized other meaningful initiatives and went to work hand in hand with Assistant City Manager Mike Strong, former Communications Manager Susan Banks, and current Communications Manager Dana Olson. It was a great deal of work, but every worthwhile endeavor is worth the while and the effort regardless of difficulty. We introduced Lake Forest Station, a first-of-its-kind pop-up to benefit local nonprofits. The seasonal shop brought together organizations and residents at a time when being together and being able to support beloved groups in town lifted spirits. The station will re reopen again for a fourth time in November for the holiday season. As local media outlets disappeared, it became apparent we needed a mechanism to publish the wide spectrum of stories that illuminate the unique people and places of Lake Forest. Lake Forest Love was born, and we are extremely fortunate to have the talented David Sweet at its helm as editor-at-large. The Marketing Committee is also proud of initiating the redesign of the Lake Forest Dialogue, rebuilding a coalition of prominent long-serving community organizations, rekindling an internship program with Lake Forest College, and getting the groundwork started for what I hope will one day blossom into a thriving summer Saturday market in Westlake Forest with live entertainment and food trucks. I am incredibly grateful for the time committee members made over the past two years to achieve several significant outcomes. Thank you to Mark Pasquese, Katie Frecco, Wendy Franzen, Rick Day, Michelle Hirschfield, Garrett D., Susan Amory Wenninger, who made up our exceptionally talented team. And thank you, Dana Olson, who's not here today, very much for catching the fastball we threw at you as soon as you arrived and for maintaining momentum without missing a beat. You are a hugely valuable asset to the city. I'd like to acknowledge and thank the residents who engage in our process. It takes time to identify when meetings will occur and what topics will be addressed. We teach our children to raise their hands, ask questions, and get involved because their questions matter and their voices are relevant. It's a lesson we encourage them to embrace as students and to continue throughout their lives as American citizens. I'm proud to see the level of interest taken in City Matters and applaud those who attend board and council meetings to participate and weigh in. Your voices matter and matter greatly. A few words on elected office. 
When I sat before the full Lake Forest Caucus, I was grilled with questions about serving with integrity, making decisions without bias, and whether I could withstand political pressure. Those were easy questions. I brought to this position the qualities I have exhibited and for which I've been recognized my entire life. I performed my role as alderman the way I have approached every important responsibility, with the utmost integrity, dedication, decency, hard work, the highest standards, and leadership. I contemplated challenging issues by listening, inquiring, reading, investigating, understanding, and ultimately determining what I believed to be the very, the, in the best long-term interest of our city and its residents for generations to come. In closing, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about women in government. Every governing body thrives best when composed of committed, qualified members with different backgrounds and experiences. Lake Forest is trending in the right direction, having elected three women to an eight-member city council for the past eight years. We need more women in our community to take part in government, and I encourage those with time and interest to consider the valuable role they can play through the Lake Forest Caucus or serving on one of our city's nearly 20 boards and commissions. The more diversity at the table and in the process, the better the outcome for all of us. Finally, thank you, Jed, for your ongoing support and guidance. I'm grateful to have spent my time on City Council working alongside you representing our ward and to my other fellow colleagues on this council. I've enjoyed getting to know each of you and working together. There is no doubt in my mind how much we all love and care about Lake Forest in our community. And with good reason, there's just no place like it. It has been a truly great honor to serve this extraordinary city, wonderful community, and the place our family calls home. Very well done. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Well, you get your husband or daughter to come up and get a picture with uh... Well, here, yeah, that's well, just normal. That's a good thing why we have this podcast, Scoot, because I just played it in, in the video. And one of the things she I'm going to point to is uh, she thanked the uh, Lake Forest Caucus Committee and made a push for more females. A few words on elected office. When I sat before the full Lake Forest Caucus, I was grilled with questions about serving with integrity, making decisions without bias, and whether I could withstand political pressure. Those were easy questions. I brought to this position the qualities I have exhibited and for which I've been recognized my entire life. I performed my role as alderman the way I have approached every important responsibility. With the utmost integrity, dedication, decency, hard work, the highest standards, and leadership. In closing, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about women in government. Every governing body thrives best when composed of committed, qualified members with different backgrounds and experiences. Lake Forest is trending in the right direction, having elected three women to an eight-member city council for the past eight years. We need more women in our community to take part in government, and I encourage those with time and interest to consider the valuable role they can play through the Lake Forest Caucus or serving on one of our city's nearly 20 boards and commissions. Oh, you want me to respond to that? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, that's, I, I just you um, know. yeah. I mean, that's that's great. Um, I am always in the camp. It doesn't matter what gender you are, right, or what color your skin is, or anything like that. Yeah. Best person. We we should be taking the best person, the best qualified person to fill these boards and commissions, and all that 
nonsense should not play into it. And there are some folks, obviously, that feel, you know, appointing board members and commission members, et cetera, has to, you know, we have to get more of a certain type of person on there. But I think that's just kind of the sign of the times and the craziness. I mean, the most qualified person. Period. Well, when you have not only not not saying it's you know we don't have enough women or this or that it's yeah it's the most qualified person and um, well it was and those uh, people should be asked and the big thing is that you know you're you're asked to serve on these boards and commissions and you raise your hand to serve on these boards and commissions um, even the, as the alderman and the mayor you're you're asked and you receive and you accept and the expectation is you fill out your terms, you know, unless it's for some un, you know, foreseeable thing that, you know, but I mean, that's the whole idea. It's, you know, I know we had a, a mayor, a couple of mayors ago that didn't fulfill out their, their terms, I believe. And, you know, it's just kind of, you know, you know, up front, you're what you're in for yeah. when you raise your hand and you, you shouldn't have to, um, step aside or, you know, now I get it after each term, when you get brought up again, yeah, that's fine. Um, to step down, but, um, yeah, that's, kinda... that's at least my expectation. You know, you raise your hand, you're raising your hand cause you know what's involved. Yeah. And you know, the got kind of idea is you fulfill it. Well, you know, it's going to be more than two years and, and then you go and say, we need more women to do this. And she steps out after two years. And now, you know, she's going to do a board or something else. She alluded to it or Melanie Rummel alluded to Jennifer Karras is going to do something. I, I don't yeah. know. But, but then yeah. Novit comes in. Who's a woman to take whatever. Uh, <laughs> I Hey, you are a part of that. I, 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 it's just the best person. It's just the best person. And then uh, also in that meeting, our boy Rick Amos uh, came up, and uh, my good friend uh, uh, Eileen Luby uh, was kind of giving him a hard time. Did you see that? My question is in regard to ticket sales. If at any point did the foundation consider? asking the residents to keep their ticket purchase as a donation to the foundation in lieu of the event, the tragedy, tragedy that happened that day? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Uh, we, we did talk about that, and we do have a strategy in place. Um, as I mentioned, there were about 1,400 individuals, that individual buyers that bought anywhere from one to, I think, our largest person bought 12 tickets mm -hmm. for the event. And we thought the, the most efficient thing to do because the event was canceled was to simply return the funds. Back to your question, yeah, we, you will see efforts from us to go out and, and do some fundraising from our, from our supporters. Yeah, I, I think, you know, in hindsight, of course, you know, at this point, but um, <clears throat> when the cash was in hand, you know, you probably maybe, just guesstimating, could have maybe kept about 70000 It's always harder to ask the hand again to donate once you've already had no, I didn't. What was, what did you say? Uh, she gave him a hard time because she put him on the spot because he gave the refunds back right away. 
And she said, why didn't you hold on to that money and then just ask for donations, you know, which is no, kind of, I, I don't, I, I, I interpret that totally different, but okay. <laughs> you have your passive aggressiveness yeah, I do. type of person. I do. And, you know, How I did think you that, take that? Uh, I, I didn't take it anyway. I mean, I, I thought, you know, that, that was a good thing to do to cancel it. I thought, um, you know, it's a, a good idea for the foundation to reimburse. But I also, on the other side of the equation, felt that, you know, what was it? He said, uh, 100 and how many people? I don't know how many tickets they had sold already. He had 140 or something in advance or 1,400, I just, I, whatever it was. Know, but Whatever it was, I just, you know. But that's that's great. What they did is reimburse. But also, I think on the other edge of the coin, they should have said, you know, the people that had the tickets should have responded, keep the money as a donation. That's, you know. So that's what that, I'm saying. That's just is my you... opinion. But I, I didn't I didn't take it as Eileen attacking him. I just thought she said, you know, did you think of that first? And, you know, like Rick said, yeah, I'm sure they did. But, you know. But why right even bring that up? Huh? The city well, had at the end of the day, the city said it's canceled, right? right. So, because I the mean, city canceled it, <laughs> right? The city canceled it. I mean, even Jason said that. So, right. so Rick's trying to you know get whole, and then I just don't know why Luby is. Why does that even need to be said? It was canceled. They refunded the money. You know, so you, ha- if I bought a, a lot ticket, of things, Pete, have to be said. You know, just things to be said i mean yeah we can get into other things that were mentioned by aldermen that were ridiculous that should never have been said but i mean with the the fourth of july thing i mean that was the right thing to do and it's the right thing to do that the city um takes on that um reimbursement to the park foundation because again it was the city and i'm not uh and I'm not even sure that uh, the foundation could file an insurance claim for that. So it's smart. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that if, is, they that if they don't if they don't step in and pay, reimburse uh, the foundation, just like Rick said, that there's no music fest. Oh, well, it's not no music fest. There, that's no music fest. But then they're at a zero. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Can't operate that way. Yeah. So I mean, that's just a whole tricky. Thing. I think Rick did the right thing and reimbursed. I also hope that everyone that bought a ticket sends a bank says, hey, take this as a donation. Thank well, you. that's what I'm I'm trying to understand. You're kind of being passive aggressive too. Should they have refunded the money or should they have held on to the money? They made the right decision what they did. Now it's up to the individuals. If they want to donate it back, that's fine. That's great. I okay. think they they should. That's not being passive aggressive. It's just I no, think should, that's the right should thing. Should the foundation do. give the money back right away when it got canceled? That's what I'm asking. You want my opinion? Yeah. Well, I mean, my opinion's not really, but I think it's the right decision they made. Okay. I mean, you know, it's not like I said, it's not being passive aggressive. I don't think she was being passive aggressive. I think she just mentioned something that didn't really need to be discussed on that. I mean, yeah. you know. Okay. I don't know the reasoning, but it wasn't, in my opinion, anything negative. But, you know, that's I don't know what the details are, Pete, that, you know, people sending emails saying, give me my money back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sounded like it. 
that's what it was saying. And just, you know, Rick did the right thing. Yeah. So and, to, to me, it'd and, be like, and it's not passive aggressive to say, you know, I think in my opinion, they maybe should have, you know, I don't know. I think everyone should have just kept the money, send it back and say, you know what, here, everything you guys do, here's a, the hundred bucks or whatever it was. I mean, it, yeah, we're not talking like breaking bank right, on, right. on residents and I'm not getting, you know, on residents. It's just, you know, a horrible thing happened. Yep. Everyone did the right thing. And, you know, on the other side of the equation, we're a very generous um, community that, you know, looks to support things and, yeah, you know, Rick raised hand, we're getting crushed. So, the, you know, the response yeah. should be, hold on to it. Well, and then, uh, you know, that, that the friends for what, 16 years has been a positive thing, you know, for the community because right. also in that meeting, it was kind of weird. The first time I ever heard it was they're asking for two point whatever million for funds to be used later because there isn't a line item for parks and rec. Did you catch any of that? No, that's, that's, that's not right. <laughs> that's what it they, said. No, it didn't. <laughs> okay. What did it say then? They have a, there's 2.1 million moving into different funds. That happens all the time in government Be like this. And it's not going into the parks and rec fund. And again, that comment by, Bushman. I was thinking how much was going into the capital improvement fund, but it sounds like uh, we haven't funded that much from prior excesses that we're transferring out. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we have. We have put a lot into the capital improvement fund. I can get the specific numbers to you. And keep in mind that we did increase it in March by $1.8 So this would be in addition to the $1.8 you approved in March. So it would actually be $3.4 moving from the general fund to the capital improvement fund and available for the five-year CIP in November. And just a question of clarification, the transfer into the park and public land fund, which is uh, described as providing for park and recreational capital improvements. Uh, we're not doing anything here that influences this question raised by the legal women voters about a improvement at Deer Path. Uh, they're two unrelated things. Correct, and that's a great question. Um, the Park and Public Land Fund, its only ongoing revenue source is impact fees. And so the last few years we have been challenged by not that much in impact fees being generated by new development. And so the last few years we have carved out transfers to park and public land as well as housing trusts because they lack ongoing funding sources. But yes, this does not designate this for any single project. Um, and just becomes funds available for the city council finance committee to review in November. Thank you. Yeah. Was maybe I guess Bush, you know, to say that, uh, you know, because, and, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to go after him all the time, every time. Yeah. Because he knows how the city government works. He's one of the few aldermen on that council that has participated and volunteered on other boards and commissions. And to, to, have the balls to just throw out a comment like, is this going towards this money, you know, goes to the open, the, op uh, the whatever the fund is, uh, open lands and park, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, is that going to, you know, be for the field? No, uh, Ray, <laughs> you know, it doesn't. 
all that fund is funded by is user fees from the parks and rec and all that. With they, yeah. so you know, to to make a comment like this, that is passive aggressive on okay. his part. If you want to define passive aggressive, that's yeah. passive aggressive. He knows what that fund is for. Yeah. And this moving of money and all that that happens all the time. Right. And um, <laughs> you know, for him to say that, he just wants to stir up the pot on the whole field issue again is that what he was doing okay yeah and that was what the uh you know the league of women voters was doing too i mean when she got up there early on to talk you know okay great and i think it was the mayor who said great that's what we plan on doing i mean that's you yeah. know to sit there and bring that up and go and she can do that and you know it's a public forum and then they addressed it at the correct time of the thing but it's just you know that issue's passed. I mean, yeah, it's in the yeah. next stage. And, you know, when it comes back to the council, be done then. But it's just, you know, this constant, you know, against everything is just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and Bushman, you know, he knows better. Shame on him. Why, why do you do that, comment. though? Why do you think, Pete? You're, I, don't I, I don't know if that's a rhetorical. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I just said it. Trying to keep that in the light and kind of stir up the pot. You know that. Okay, all right. You're good, you're good at stirring the pot. You should know that. <laughs> okay. And that's why I did it. All right. It's I'm not trying to for. I'm not trying to stir the pot here. I'm just trying to understand. I know, but when you say you don't understand and you know that's stirring the pot because you want you want me to take on a uh no, a I, mode you do. <laughs> I know how you operate. Please, please, child, please. <laughs> <laughs> but the way the city is set up, there is a uh, there. There isn't like a, an actual park and rec fund, right? It's uh, it's kind of competing for like filling the potholes. It's you know taking care of the streets. Well, how's that? I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm just trying to understand how that. We've had this discussion. You, it, you I know, know we get new listeners all it, the time. Newcomers, okay. they just joined the caucus. It's just just what the uh, uh, the mayor explained at the at the meeting, and all you new people on here, and all you new people in community, go and listen to these uh, pod not podcasts, but listen to the playbacks. Listen, go to the meetings, educate yourself. You're in a community that's a wonderful community that uh, has a financial standing that's superior to none, and this is how it operates. But yes, it's not like a park district like a lot of communities where line items go, money goes into mm-hmm. these funds. They're fighting roads and sanitation. They're fighting all the different departments for money, period. And they only get, the Parks and Rec only get a certain amount of money, just like they all, all do. And they have, you know, different type of funds, capital improvement, all that where money goes in there to work on, you know, certain things. So right. you're at the end of the year, you're always vying Every department is vying for a small piece of the pie. It's simple. It's um, you know, it's you un- not unique anymore, but it was unique, and it's 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 how we operate, and that's why you know when I'm going to go back to, you know, passive aggressive, um, you know, that alderman knows how this city operates, and to throw out that just to throw it out there to get, you know. Yeah. I think some of the other alderman responses to that, you know, kind of read behind it. There's, yeah. you know, it, it's uncalled for. It's, you know, it's, 
you know, okay. and not too many people understand when they're watching it what the dynamics are, but it that's <laughs> what it well, is. And, you know, to have someone say that, you know, oh, I hope it doesn't go. It, it never was. Right. <laughs> it never will, will. And that's what, you know, he knows that. Just to be heard. I want to be heard on the in the council meeting, so I'm going to throw this out. And I think both Ward, fourth ward aldermen did that at that meeting. My yeah. opinion. Just well, that's why we have a podcast. It's for your opinion, because a lot of people they look at that meeting and they're like, "Oh my God, it's almost three hours," but it's like running on blank for the first hour, so it's not really that long. But you have to go in and get, you know, bits and pieces of it. Well, and that's the other problem, too, is bits and pieces. And if you're not educating yourself on how yeah. everything works, you're making a lot of assumptions and accusations, kind of like, you know, why did she go after? Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, she didn't. I mean, she asked a question, probably, you know, the response is you, no twice. need to ask the question. <laughs> right. No, she she did it twice. And I I know. And it's, you know, Highland Park Strong. Oh, by the way, 42 uh, shootings in Chicago, homicides. Just saying. But, but it keeps going on. Hey, how about that kid that stopped that one shooting in Indiana? P- props to that dude, man. Yeah, it kind of goes against all the uh, gun arguments. Because, boy, if he did, wasn't there. Yeah. I just caught, happened? you know, I caught the headline. You know, he had a illegal gun and he uh he stopped the kid and it's another kid right getting back to another you know mental health thing man whatever greenwood indiana is a great town too really uh well (laughs) my indiana background not lately uh burger update scoo i got the grinder out and uh Peanut gallery's open. Peanut gallery's open, uh, but I ground my own burgers, and it uh, came out pretty well. came out pretty well. Do you go Uh, thick or do you go thin? uh, Four-ounce patties is – because when you get a big – I think I put seven pounds together, so you split it up four ounces a piece. That'd be a third pound, I believe. You have any photos? Huh? Maybe I'll put a maybe I'll put a couple put right it on here. Facebook. Just uh, you know, nah, I, I I hate the Facebook food guys. You know, it's uh... how'd your neighbors behind you like them? Didn't you have a special cookout for them? I uh, no, not behind me, but to the side of me, I did pass a couple burgers over the side. Oh, but, uh, oh I thought you have just you know 16 that quarter pounds. That's uh. 16 North, ounces southeast and west them. neighbors you bring them on when that you fire up that grill you bring them all in <laughs> that grill does get a workout but i i am a fan i do think it is worth to grind your own meat um chuck Speaking just, of food I, yeah no, sorry i thought you're done uh, i was just gonna say may, maybe rick over at uh yeah no i was just i'm on delay that's why oh. sorry I apologize. Oh, really okay delay so rick over at the uh daily grind i think he's got a point just toss some ground chuck in there and uh but buy it from him first of course um well how was it good it was really really good i mean it was good fresh and uh you just gotta you gotta you gotta freeze quite quite a bit of it so i i would recommend that so here here's my question mr griller food connoisseur 
Yeah. Do you do you have an air fryer? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Everyone screams they're the best. Give me your give me your take. We're looking at, you know, we got a lot of people telling us we need to get one. What do you want to what do you want to put in there? French fries? I mean I, I don't know. That's French fries would be good because I have what someone in our household is a connoisseur of French fries. Okay. Uh, it's a convection oven. You got air circulating heat around, and that's there's your air fryer, and it's just in a condensed space. So, if you have one of those microwaves, it's also a convection oven. I would try that first, see if that does it for oh, you. We got a convection oven. Try that what, first. What? What? Well, I know, but why is everyone? Oh my God, you got to have an air fryer. At least that's what we've been seeing, experiencing lately. Because all the cool kids have one. That's why. Ah, okay. And you know what? It just sits on the counter. It's, well, it's that's a, what we were told. Big, it takes counter space, but oh my take, God, you guys got to have one. You don't have one. I'm like, <laughs> we don't have a lot. You'll of use it once or twice, and then you got to clean it. It's a pain in the butt to clean. Ah, we don't like that. You know, it's uh, and I would just try the convection. If the fries are good enough that way, uh, I don't see a big besides difference. fries. Is there anything that it, you know why it's such a great thing? I just threw fries out there, but. Well, I mean, everyone says during COVID, their onion rings and okay, it's like me talking about grinding burgers, right? If <laughs> it's it's marketing, man, I think it's just a, oh, it's a unique. But well, when you look it, at, was it because when during this thing called COVID, all this delivery stuff was soggy and <laughs> really not what you expect when it's you're getting it there? Do you have to pop it in the fryer there and it it perks it back up or no? I guess it's a, if you have a convection oven, it's just a convection oven. And I'm sure I might get a few comments on it, but to me. Oh, definitely you will. <laughs> I, if you try your convection and you don't, you're unhappy with it, then go try somebody's air fryer. Or you know what? Buy one off of your buddy because they don't want it anymore. <laughs> you well, want mine? That, that, that's the funniest <laughs> thing is uh, we're seeing, a, you know, because we're like, okay, well, maybe we're missing something. And then, of course, we, you know, the boss goes on to different sites looking for one. It's like everyone's trying to sell them. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> if, if they're so great and everyone's trying to sell them, yeah. you know, hundred spent $200 on it, 75 yeah. bucks. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, it, it sounds cool, but I'm, I'm just saying you can. Okay. And I ask you, you're, you're a guy that likes to. Fry it up all, and do stuff, and you didn't. It's a lot of work. Like I have never ran our air fryer once. My wife has done it like three times. I think tater tots once and French fries twice. If it takes okay. a lot of time to clean it, we're out. That's not going to be. Well, you get stuff that explodes. You get the crumbs down in there, and it's you know, it's an oven, man. It's another okay. oven. Okay. So we got a so, lot of ovens already. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I would just say, you know, try it that way. Okay. And then if you have a KitchenAid, get the attachment. Well worth the money. Get yourself some uh, chuck roast. Throw that in there. Make your own hamburger. It's a great time for the family. Do it cold, though. Don't let it get warm. It gets mushy. It's hard to use. All right, Scoot. That's uh, our food report. Trying to think what, uh, yeah, peanut gallery is open. They got and new stuff, too. They got pastries, I guess, and they got uh, pastries and beer and cocktails. 
and you can sit in there. Oh, I saw something for the Lake Forest Day Parade. $34 to walk through it. You walking through it or you just giving out popcorn? Nah, yeah, we'll probably give out popcorn again. We're a popcorn type of people. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, especially when it's 100 degrees out and you're standing over a popcorn fryer handing out popcorn. But uh, yeah. We'll probably probably do it again this year. It was fun. There's nothing better than complain about free popcorn. We got people complaining about that last year. I thought that was quite quite funny. (laughs) People wait in line, wait in line bitching about the popcorn not popping yet. Where's my free popcorn? I'm like, are you kidding me? I think you put a little dollar sign on there, Scoop. Nah, can't do that. Why not? What five dollars? What is when is popcorn day, by the way? First Wednesday in August. First Wednesday in August, okay. I believe that's August 3rd. Now you sure you don't want to go in the parade and get nope. scooted around in an office chair? All right. Nope. Just checking. Nope. Checking. Okay. Not gonna happen. Hopefully we have it. I've heard some nasty rumors that it might uh, not go through because of everything, but hopefully not. Hopefully it's well in that meeting I heard bigger, uh, better than ever. Well, it's like Melanie was trying to press Jason on, you know, the security details. You're not going to. Again, again. Right. I'm going to, you know, certain aldermen hear their, you know, hear their, uh, you know, first off. (laughs) When you're talking about security. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, Melanie. Let let me tell you exactly. Here's how, how it's going to go. How, how we're going to have our security and where everyone's going to be. I mean, seriously? <laughs> and and really, do you have to ask that question after what happened? Of course. No. Here, Melanie, here's it. No. What what security? We have to have security? Are you? Come on. Just frivolous. You know, I want to hear myself. Yeah. And it's just uncalled for. And it drags on. The meaning that didn't have doesn't have to drag on like that. Does Melanie I mean, and and Ray do they think they're on a podcast or a city council? Um, I don't know, but they never come on the podcast. Well, they they think they're on a podcast. The way they they're going to drone on like us. They're in the it's wrong a, venue. It's incredible. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on, I got you on a roll. We can finish out strong. But, what but, else came but, up? But you, but you know what? It's just like, you know, hey, I got it's my turn to talk and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to hold the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, makes no sense. Uh, yeah, that was just, uh, again, gee, look at the look at the people we're talking about and look at what their track record and what's going on. Surprise. Well, I think we'll put those little snippets in the show, Scoo, just so people can see what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about there, but that's fine. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying you do. There's video of the the meeting, and right. people are kind of curious. What are we talking about? And you know, we run into our opinions, and we take things out of context, and you right. know, and all we can do. You know, how many people watch that meeting? Fifteen. Can you can you can you really take an opinion out of context? <laughs> I mean, isn't that what it is? An opinion. So how can you? Yeah say you're taking out of context it's just my opinion i what is the definition or do you take or do you take facts out of context i don't know whichever one well 
So I reached out to Rick, see if he wants to come on. Because, uh, you know, they need, they need help to get that music show. They need, what, three, four hundred grand or something? I think. It's like a lot, yeah. Uh, for well, yeah, like that, and they not... had and they had to pay it up front, I believe, is what he was saying, because yeah. of everything. So, yeah, but but they, I think they, I don't want to say earmark, but they said uh, they can have funds up to a certain amount to not worry about it. So it sounds like it's going to be yeah. okay. And a good point was made that you know, uh, Jason, I think, made it is, you know, the city canceled it, not right. He's so good, man. He Jason, is, yeah, he's uh, awesome. He, I, I wish I could talk like that. I, I he's he, a good dude. Has anybody ever said anything bad about him? How could you? I mean, guy walks around with a gold little uh, thing around his head called a halo. <laughs> now you're sounding like an alderman. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jason, good... Jason, Jason came into a tough situation having a city manager for 30 plus years. And I think he's done a great job picking up, yeah. you know, right where, you know, we left off and, you know, haven't really seen any glitches and stuff, but yeah. So yeah, he's, now, a, good he's a good guy. And then, uh, okay. All right, dude. Later. Later. We thank you all for listening and watching the Lake Forest Podcast. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers and listeners just like you. Shark Guy Beach Fishing is the premier South Florida beach fishing experience out of Longboat Key, Florida. The world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is your guy for the next charter. Hey, we'd like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Back from the Church of the Holy Spirit, Matt A, Elizabeth C, Costa Lance Auto, RDM, Broadstop Breakfast Group in Kenosha, and Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha, and the Greentown Tavern in Waukegan. We thank you all for watching and listening. Cue the non-copyrighted music.